1: You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are getting it in, episode 330, what are we at, Exo 341 right now. We got a good show for you, okay? We are getting ready for week nine of the NFL and the fantasy football season, but we have trade deadline bonanza to discuss. We're going to get it in, we're going to lead with those. Okay, all the trades that went down yesterday or today and what the impact is for fantasy football and your team. There are some guys that you got to make sure you grab. All right, we got a poll question up as well to reflect that. All right, I want to know... of the teams and of the deals that went down today who helped themselves the most and this may be breaking news to you okay because you may not know there were five deals today that i think are interesting that i would consider as the trade deadline deals first of all golden tate has been traded from the detroit lions to the philadelphia eagles for a third round pick okay i think that's very interesting on both sides we'll get into that Demarius Thomas has been traded to the Houston Texans for a fourth round pick. Obviously, there's now guys that have implications here on the Houston and on the Denver side. Ty Montgomery has been traded to... The Baltimore Ravens, okay, for a seventh-round pick. I think that is actually very, very interesting. It has some implications. We'll get into that. Um, Dante Fowler, formerly of the Jacksonville Jaguars, is now, oh, my goodness, he is coming off the edge in Los Angeles with the Rams. When you have Endomic and Sue, Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers now up the gut, and now you have Fowler coming off the edge, all right? You also have Ha ha, Clinton Dix has been traded to... The Washington football team, which is very interesting, remember, that division is imminently winnable for Washington, so I want to know, who do you think helps themselves the most as per the trade deadline deals that happened today? We got a poll question up, holler at me, at Spittin' Speeds, right now a lot of you like that Golden Tate deal, so we'll get into that. We will do what we usually do here, okay? I will tell you on a Tuesday what I got right, what I got wrong, we'll look at the waiver wire ads for each position and honestly people were asking me about waivers yesterday this morning and i was like wait let's just wait for a second until you know the trade deadline comes for example yesterday if you asked me this question my one of my top wide receivers that i would have given you would have been kiki Qt in houston i would have been like "Uh uh-oh now with no will fuller there this is all kiki QT. he's coming back from an injury ride out kiki QT, right But no, because today Demarius Thomas was traded to the Houston Texans, okay? So it's null and void. That's why I told everybody on social media today to just wait for a little while as the dust settles. So we'll get into that. We'll give you the waiver wires. We'll give you all that good stuff. And then later on in the show, we will get it in with my guys, the hashtag Stats Cipher. We got a lot of stuff to do as we put the fun and functional sports content. We'll talk to my man Danny Otto down there about what's going on with the population and a whole lot of other stuff. I got some Game of Inches nominees, some potential Game of Inches finalists we'll get into. I also do have a remix from Young Cars and The Effect The Trap Game Maestros. Whether we get to it today or if today is just so chock-full of news and reactions and analysis and callers from the Stats Overbeat Cipher, we will get it in. Also, Uh, If you're a big friend of the Cypher, the show, hey, my man Jim Ross is in there right now. Jim Ross in the chat room with a hashtag, drop Tom Brady. Um, I will detail why Jim Ross may be saying that a little bit later on in the show. Remember when Jim Ross came uh, on the show last week and I allowed him to set my lineup for me Oh boy, we're going to detail how he stubbed himself in the toe. All I got to say is Jim Ross entered the week at 7-0 he no longer has the zero in his loss column we'll get into that right about now but eh, we'll do it a little bit later let's let's start off with my reactions to the trade deadline i see you guys got some questions in there in the chat room as well we'll get to as much as we possibly can in what should be a jam-packed episode of the fantasy freestyle let's go trade by trade right now okay First of all, Golden Tate to Philadelphia for a third-round pick. On the Philadelphia side, okay, I think this really hurts a guy like Nelson Aguilar. Listen, Ertz is going to get his. Jeffrey is going to get his. This hurts Nelson Aguilar, in my opinion, big time, okay? He was the guy that was sort of falling off already anyway, Right. It also hurts if you have any kind of spec idea on Dallas Goddard, if you thought Jordan Matthews. Listen, Jordan Matthews would have been a viable, low-level waiver pickup to me this week. Not anymore with this Golden Tate news, okay? You still got Zach Ertz in his role. You still have Alshon Jeffrey in his role outside. I think this Golden Tate is all around the slot, the middle of the field. He plays that Julian Edelman role, and I think that's a sacrifice for Nelson Aguilar. However... On the other side, in Detroit, and I got to tell you guys, going into today, you know when I do what speeds got right, what speeds got wrong, I... I'm looking at my wrong column right now, the things that I was getting wrong. I was going to come here and humbly admit to you that our guy Kenny Galladay is trending down. He only had one catch for 12 yards, and I was about to admit to you that I have overinflated Kenny Galladay, mostly because of the damn Madonna song that you all know how I feel it would be so nice, right? I was going to admit to you guys that maybe it's time to hop off Kenny Galladay, but guess what? Now with the trade of Golden Tate and now now with, you know, theoretics still banged up. Oh my god, it would be it would be so nice. I think Kenny Galladay and carry on uh, uh, on stand to do a lot more kenny um carry on johnson's been growing in the passing game already i think he had six catches last week remember theoretica it's still banged up i think on the detroit side boy does it boost up kenny galladay and my man carry on johnson we go to the next trade that i want to give you my snap analysis of demarius thomas going to houston For a fourth round pick on the Houston side, this does not affect D Hop at all. D Hop will continue to be a target mass monster. This does impact Kiki QT. If anybody, he goes from being a waiver wire ad to me to someone who is now the number three pass catcher and definitively below Demarius Thomas. So I say with Kiki QT, I say, forget about him. Okay. However, the biggest impact in all of the trades that happened today and some of the people already are saying this on the stats over cypher on replying to the poll question messy among them i am telling you right now i was on this guy beforehand i told you to go ahead and pick this guy up last week because i thought demarius thomas was going to be traded hopefully you listen to me Courtland Sutton is the name you need to know run right now if you can go ahead and grab Courtland Sutton I told you guys about this weeks ago I said pick up Courtland Sutton ahead of the game because Demarius Thomas was gonna be on the move now it comes to fruition you could have gotten ahead of yourselves to help you win your leagues and win that game Cash, Cortland Sutton is the name to know because of this deal. I think it is a boost, however, for Galladay and for Kerryon Johnson back on the Detroit side. Ty Montgomery gets traded to the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is more interesting than most, okay? Doesn't have much impact on the Green Bay side, all right? Still Aaron Jones, still Jamal Williams. I don't think it changes much. On the Baltimore side, I think this has a potential to hurt Buck Allen, okay, or you may know him as Javorius Allen. I think it has the potential to hurt him. I think they could use Ty Montgomery in a PPR, the pass-catching setting. I could see a universe very soon where the Ravens have a more predictable and prototypical timeshare with Alex Collins as the lead early down guy, the between-tackles the guy, the 20-to-20 20 20 guy, and Ty Montgomery whenever Flacco is in no huddle, two-minute offense kind of thing. Um, Dante Fowler. To the Rams. This helps the Rams defense. Listen, their thing was there, all their pressure came from up the middle. Up front, they now have an edge rusher in Fowler. This is very interesting. I think it just makes the Brams even better and even more reason to fade quarterbacks against the Rams, that sort of thing. Okay. And the last one I'll tell you is ha Clinton Dix gets traded to Washington. It's interesting. Listen, the Washington football team right now is five and two. A game and a half in first place. Rod and guys like Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson, this helps them. I think it helps their defense a little bit. So uh, a little boost for them. Okay, those are my snap reactions. We'll get into it, I'm sure, with chat room and calls and all that stuff later on. Right now on the poll question, 42% of you say the Eagles getting Golden Tate is the biggest move. 29% of you say the Rams getting Fowler. 20% of you say the Texans getting DT. And some people think it's an other move. Maybe it's the Ty Montgomery or the Ha Ha Clinton Dicks. We'll read some of those responses a little bit later on in the show. All right. Next up, listen, big news though, all right? Since we spoke last, also, the Browns have fired Hugh Jackson. Oh, it takes 40 games to realize that a, you know, 10% winning percentage is not going to cut it. It wasn't the 1-15. in It wasn't the 0-16. It was going 2-5-1 and 1 the following year. That was the nail in the coffin. My thing is, this is all about the development of Baker Mayfield. They saw regression happening. They saw that Haley and Hugh were at odds and this kind of dumpster fire. So they decided to clean slate at all I've heard the rumors about Lincoln Riley who was Baker's coach at Oklahoma would fit the bill of one of these new young innovative offensive minds a la Matt Nagy a la Sean McVay so keep an eye out on that um but they're they're first to the fray um to go ahead and find a new head coach for this season all right so I think to be honest uh I think this hurts in the short term I think it hurts to David Njoku. I think it hurts to Jarvis Landry. I think it hurts these guys because now who's calling plays there? You know what I mean? It's just like it's brand new. I think it is better for them medium term and long term, but not necessarily for short term, so keep an eye out on that. Let's see what the Browns look like on Sunday. The Browns do, in fact, play on Sunday, and their first effort with their new head coach, who, by the way, is Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator. Their first game... They do not have the bye. I'm looking for Cleveland. They host, oh boy, they host Kansas City. Uh, So guess what? They ain't going to win. You know, so keep an eye out on that. Also, the Magic is officially back in Tampa. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been named the starting quarterback again for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me tell you something because I think there's a lot of meaning to come out of this. One, it means to me that Dirk Cutter is a dead man walking. Dirk Cutter made this decision after already firing his offensive coordinator. The organization, the ownership, likely wants it to be Jameis Winston. He's their 24-year-old former number one overall pick. You got to see what you have in him, right? Cutter is making this decision because he knows his ass is warming up on that hot seat right now. He's trying to save his hind parts. Because, yes... Fitzpatrick gives them the best chance to win right now, but it is a short-term decision. And you know how sometimes the coach and the organization have competing priorities? Well, this is an evidence of that, okay? I think the organization would want to see Jameis, would want to see if they have a guy or if they need to even move on from him, their former number one overall pick who's only 24 years old, or is this a decision being made by Dirk Cutter who knows in the short term he needs to win games to save his job, this is a decision made by Dirk Cutter. Dirk Cutter is making this decision and makes it look to me like he's a dead man walking. I do think, however, though, remember what we saw at a Tampa early on in the season. If you want to go ahead and boost Deshaun Jackson off of this news, I am completely okay with that. All right, here's what we're going to do, all right? When we come back on the other side of the break, and we still got a couple of minutes before that, what we're going to do is we'll go into what I got wrong, what I got right, and we'll look at the waiver wires additions for this week. Towards the, second, towards the end of that segment, I will give out the phone number as usual. Then, in the third segment, we'll give a shout-out to the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Got some new boys out there that I want to give a shout-out to. We'll talk about uh, my matchup with Jim Ross, although Jim Ross may have already let the cat out of the bag with his hashtag BenchTomBrady. Let's put it this way. I had a 20-point lead on Jim Ross going into Monday Night Football, but he had Tom Brady. I thought I had no shot. But the New England Patriots only scored one touchdown last night. And it was James White via the run. So the 325 yards that JR got out of Tom Brady was not enough. Okay, I took him down. We'll put up the screen a little bit later on. Jim Ross has a one in the loss column right now. And Jim Ross, I'm sorry to add more salt in your wounds, but when you were on this show on Thursday, I had Doug Baldwin in my flex. You told me to switch to Tyler Gabriel. My friend, Gabriel outscored Baldwin by 4.6 points. And the margin of victory that I beat you by, my friend, was 3.4. You did it to yourself, brother man. I'm sorry. I told you I would do exactly what you wanted. I did. And what that turned out to be was your first loss of the season. I apologize, JR, but you know we had to get into it. Yes, Eric Johnson, smash that like button. You know what I'm talking about. Jim Ross had Trubisky on the bench. It's absolutely true. He got, oh, 28 out of Mitch Trubisky, only 17 from Tom Brady. That would have done the trick for him. He told me to start Tyler Gabriel instead of Doug Baldwin. I got an extra four points out of that. That would have done the trick for him. You know the other thing he did? He normally rides with the Philadelphia Eagles defense who scored six points. He decided to get cute with me and go with that Miami Dolphins defense against the Houston Texans on last Thursday night who got eviscerated and put up squadoosh that six points also would have been enough to beat the spitting statisticians but none of those things happened so we'll get into uh why and jim ross i'm sorry yeah trubisky on the bench a lot of stuff that's all right that's all right jr i appreciate your uh being a good sport about it coming on and playing it out absolutely dilly dilly to you all but now i'm right back and ready to contend in that league when we come back what i got right what i got wrong waivers and we'll start to take your calls and questions you know what it is it's the stats Overbeat beat cypher fantasy freestyle episode 341 with the spitting statistician stable genius and vocal minority come on right back You got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. Yeah, I got what you need right here on the Fantasy Freestyle, and you know what it is. It's all that insight, that information, and some entertainment along the way to help you win your leagues and win that cash we've been doing it for 341 episodes and i thank the stats overbeat cypher for being with me every step of the way dilly dilly to you all let's get to some questions speaking of that right there in the chat room i got odd bod being like crabtree or sutton in half point ppr Cortland sutton let me tell you something i'd rather the broncos pass offense than the ravens right now and crabtree has to share work with willie sneed and john brown it is sutton it is Manny Sanders, and that's a whole. That's about it. I love Cortland Sutton. Oddbot, I'd take Sutton in that uh, situation or that choice. James D asks, who should I replace Tate with this week? q Because remember now, the Eagles are on bye, so Tate's new team is on bye. Who should I replace Sutton, uh, Tate this week with? QT, Sutton, Jones Jr., or Godwin? Well, it's not QT because he went down right as a relation to the DT trade. Sutton improved. I like that. Ooh, Marvin Jones Jr. or Godwin. The answer for me is Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr., James. That's the guy I would do. Remember, okay? It's now Marvin Jones Jr. and Galladay in Detroit, and they are, they are a passing offense. You know about this already. Detroit this week is in Minnesota. I think they're going to need to throw in order to win that game. I like Marvin Jones Jr. That's my answer for you, James D. Ryan A., is it time to sell Gronk? No. No, it is not, because you're not going to get back the value that you want. All right, Gronk has underperformed a little bit, right? You probably drafted Gronk in the third round, something like that, or in the second round, in the third round to be your stud and give you a week-to-week advantage. And that has not necessarily been the case. He's a little bit banged up. Right now, Rob Gronkowski is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, the ninth tight end overall. He's behind Austin Hooper, behind Jared Cook, George Kittle, Eric Ebron, and others. But no, I would not move on from Gronk. I would not trade Gronk. I would not drop Gronk. I would not, okay Ryan? I think you gotta just grin and bear it. Jack, Dallas or Chiefs D? Give me Dallas. I've been high on this Dallas defense for a while and this weekend is no exception on Monday night. They get the Tennessee Titans at home coming off a bye. I think that Tennessee is just one of those non-dynamic offenses. I think they'll get some pressure on Marcus Mariota. Terry R asked me, Cohen, Howard, Sanders or Shady at the Flex? You gotta go shady. Listen, I know it's horrible and I know it's Nate Peterman gonna start for Buffalo this week, and I know they're facing Chicago, but you saw last you saw last night. This offense can suck, and Shady McCoy will still get his, like, six catches, and he'll still get his 80 yards. I think Shady is the safest play, Terry. Last question. Oh, uh, this is from my man Danny Otto. Should I get Sutton in my 18 league? I'll have to look at that, Danny. I'll have to look at that a little later, seeing, because an 18 league is real, real shallow. All right, let's keep it moving, though, here as we go. What I got right in week eight. What I get right? The first one, I told you I put Adrian Peterson in my DFS lineup that I shared with you guys. I told you that would not snacks Harrison for the Giants. And I told you, listen, the time has come to start to acknowledge that Adrian Peterson is just built differently than the average man. Okay, I think it's time you're gonna start to have to start realizing Adrian Peterson, 156 total yards, two touchdowns. This guy is a week-to-week RB2 moving forward. I like the matchup that I saw against the Giants. You need to accept that Adrian Peterson is a every week star moving forward i told you about courtland sutton listen last week before the dt trade sutton 78 yards demarius thomas 30 i'm telling you right now courtland sutton i've been on this hopefully you listen to me last week Tyler Boyd we've been talking about him for a long ass time he had another big game nine catches 138 yards and a touchdown I told you about that and now listen they were looking at AJ Green knee turf toe so even more if this is an issue if AJ Green misses any time oh my goodness do I love Tyler Boyd in that scenario another thing that I got right I told you that it was time to hop off Joe Flacco I told you there was time to hop off Joe Flacco, that him and his weapons were starting to come back down to earth. Remember I mentioned that? And guess what? The Ravens must have thought that, too, because they went in and got Ty Montgomery, who's very versatile and very flexible, right? So we shall see. But Flacco, 192 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I'm off him. John Brown, who people were on early in the year, I said he was touchdown dependent and he was going to come back to earth. Three catches, 28 yards. That's what you are getting these days. That's what he got on Sunday. Michael Crabtree, three for 31. Willie Sneed, five for 54. But here's the thing. In Baltimore. He uses everybody. Flacco. He's going to go to the tight ends. The tight ends had uh, seven receptions. He's going to go to the running backs. They had five catches. Ty Montgomery is going to be in that mix as well. I also told you last week about the run-pass splits for the Seattle Seahawks. And why that meant I'm okay with the Seattle run game. And why I am down on everybody in the, in the Seattle passing game. The Doug Baldwins of the world. You know, that's why I took Doug Baldwin out of my lineup. Right, Jim Ross? Um, so, Listen. They did it again on on Sunday when they beat The Detroit Lions, they ran the ball 42 times. They threw the ball only 17. That's the kind of split you're seeing. So remember, that gives me cause for pause with any Seattle pass catcher, okay? That's why, no, Ed Dixon is not a waiver idea for me. That's why, no, I still don't really love Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett. It looks like Russell Wilson's going to throw the ball only 15 times a game. They are running the ball. That's why, yes, give me Chris Carson, especially coming off his 25 carries, 105 yards and one touchdown. I like that. Here are some things that I got close last week. I said to go full Chubb. I said I liked uh, Nick Chubb in the Cleveland Browns, and like he was all right. He got you 65 yards on the ground, another 10 in the air, so only 75 yards, two catches. That's like nine and a half in PPR. You're like, eh, that's okay, but here's the thing that I'm still close on. He out-touched Duke Johnson 20-4. to He got 20 touches, Duke. I mean, uh, Chubb, 18 carries, two catches. Duke Johnson only got four touches, and he got banged up. So this is going to be full-on Nick Chubb moving forward. So I think if you got Nick Chubb, if you're ahead of Nick Chubb, if you're trying to start Nick Chubb, I still like it. Uh, Better days are ahead for Nick Chubb in that role. I also, I was close on those Indianapolis Colts tight ends. I told you, even though Doyle was back, I'm still okay with starting Ebron, but I think Doyle would be there as well. Listen, they both performed. You know, Doyle... Six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. He's a guy, and when I give you waivers, yes, Jack Doyle, was only 25% owned, yes, pick up Jack Doyle, but Eric Ebron may still be viable. He got in the end zone as well, so that's why I'm close. Eric Ebron with 337 and a touchdown, that's still okay. The other thing I'll say that I got close before I go to admit what I got wrong, the Tampa Bay quarterback position. I've been telling you I love Jameis Winston, right? I love Jameis Winston, I said. I love him streaming. I love him week to week. And he got benched, right? But I still love it. I love Tampa Bay quarterback. So my conditions are still true. They still don't have a run game to speak of, although Peyton Barber has been showing up a little bit. They still have a blunt guts trash passing game and secondary or secondary defense. Right. So they're going to still be in shootouts. So even though I don't care who it is, it could be Fitz, it could be Jameis. I want them, and I'm starting him. Think about it. If you combine Fitz and Jameis last week, Tampa Bay quarterback, the Tampa Bay quarterback threw 29 for 50, 50 times in the air. Like I said, combined for 470 yards and three touchdowns, four interceptions, which is trash. Right. And that's minus eight in most formats but they also combine for 36 yards so that gets you another three four points all right so that's what it is right now hello we're waving to people over here studio 34 in rock and riley's versa right now some people trying to get down with the stats over beat cypher in the fantasy freestyle so i was close because james got benched so it's a problem but i still ride with tampa bay quarterback and now what i got wrong i gotta admit two things that i got wrong the first was gonna be kenny galladay i was gonna humbly admit that it is not so nice anymore for Kenny Galladay. But now with Golden Tate getting traded to Philadelphia, it's Galladay season again. All right, so I did get that wrong. I was a little bit ahead of this, I was a little bit overboard on Kenny Galladay. He was coming back down to earth, but now he's right back at it, okay, because of the Golden Tate trade. The other thing I got wrong was over on Thursday Night Football, I talked about the Miami defense. You know, Jim Ross and I had a conversation about the Miami defense. The thing that I, here's why I got it wrong. I told you, and I tell you all the time, and I'll tell you on Thursday again, streaming defenses, what I like are teams that can get sacks and turnovers. And what I liked was that Deshaun Watson, remember I was worried for the man's health and all that stuff, he would a bus to Jacksonville instead of the plane. What I liked about you know, streaming defenses against the Houston Texans was that you would get sacks on Deshaun Watson and thus turnovers. The Texans offensive line last Thursday gave up zero sacks. And it's amazing. When you give up zero sacks, all of a sudden, Lamar Miller looks like a stud running back. All of a sudden, Deshaun Watson throws for five touchdowns. So I got it wrong, but I don't know if that's the offensive line all of a sudden figuring something out or the Miami Dolphins defensive front being a problem. Because look, Lamar Miller ran for 130 plus the week previous to that. Carry on Johnson. Remember, the Detroit Lions are not a running team. But Carry on Johnson ran for over 150 against Miami Last week, you know, or two weeks ago. This week, Miami has the New York Jets. Isaiah Crowell has already has a game with over 200 yards. I think Isaiah Crowell could be a very interesting play this week in DFS against that blunt guts trash Miami defense. Let's keep it moving here before we get to the next break. And let me talk about some waiver wires. I'm going to give you waiver wires position by position at quarterback. You know the answer already. It's, da- it's, uh, it's Fitz. All right, he's only 6% owned. I continue to like Tampa Bay quarterback. If you can get a chance now that it's Fitz instead of Jameis, if he's viable, let's say you got Andy Dalton, Andrew Luck, let's say Carson Wentz on by, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the move. There are two quarterbacks also that are like 33% owned or lower, it's the two quarterbacks coming off their buy, Dak Prescott and Marcus Mariota. In that situation, I lean towards Dak Prescott. Remember, Dak Prescott now has Amari Cooper as a wide receiver threat that he's never had, allowing Cole Beasley to go to his role, Zeke Elliott to go to his, and even Michael Gallup, maybe, to get into a take-the-top-off kind of role I would go with Dak if you need a quarterback and I would go with Fitz if you need a quarterback and painted yourself into a bi-week problem conundrum as it were at the running back position here are some names that I like I've already mentioned I like Peyton Barber owned in 46 percent of leagues Ronald Jones is now going to be on the shelf for a couple weeks this is going to be Peyton Barber in early down in traditional work and it's going to be my guy quiz jock quiz Rogers in the PPR pass catching two minute offense kind of mold Peyton Barber listen I don't think he's amazing but you could do worse okay he's had two decent games and with six teams on bye he's now a starting running back he's been a starting running back I think you got to give Peyton Barber a second look Doug Martin same kind of thing he's only 50% owned 53% to be exact starting running back all right, because of the beast, move, the beast mode move to IR. I actually like Jalen Richard better than Doug Martin, but Doug Martin is more readily available for you, so I'm okay with a claim on him. Also, check guys who are coming off their buy. Listen, Deion Lewis is available in 25% of leagues. Derrick Henry is available in 25% of leagues. If you can, snatch him up. Austin Eckler is available in 30% of leagues. People are like, oh, it's their bye week. I'll drop the handcuff to Melvin Gordon. I've been telling you, he has standalone value. So guys like Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Edo Smith, okay? Remember, the Falcons were on bye. Edo Smith is out there. He's on now in 35% of leagues. So check those guys out as well. If not, I go with Peyton Barber and Doug Martin, all right? Um, no, I am no on Josh Adams in Philly, because remember, Spoles is coming back. I would go, if anything, check a lot. If there's a deep stash. Look for Elijah Maguire on the New York Jets. I mentioned it last week. He, it's going to be him, not Trenton Cannon, along with Isaiah Crowell in a couple of weeks. Let's talk wide receivers real quick, wide receivers that I like. Listen, a lot of these names you know. I was going to tell you Kiki Cutie. Not anymore, I'm not. Not with Demarius Thomas there. And remember, the Houston Texans play the Denver Broncos this week. So Demarius Thomas, right off the bat, has a quote-unquote revenge game against his former team. I think that's going to be very interesting. You know Demarius Thomas and guys like Roby or Chris Harris were always going at it at practice in Denver. So Demarius Thomas goes right to Denver. With new laundry on, and he goes against his former teammates. That is something to watch, okay? So that means I'm off Kiki Cutie. I am still on Cortland Sutton. I told you about this. Cortland Sutton, you got to go grab now. He is the guy I like. I'll also tell you, I'm on DJ Moore as well. DJ Moore in Carolina, he's worth a look, all right? North Termer has done magical things with Cam Newton as the offensive coordinator this year in a new scheme. Cam Newton's... Accuracy has always been his issue. His completion percentage. This year, Cam Newton is completing 67% of his passes. That's because he's getting the ball out quicker, going to guys in space, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore, who can then do things with the ball in their hand. They're Ricky Bobby, shake and bake kind of guys. So look for DJ Moore. Also, um uh david moore in seattle is a guy to maybe keep an eye on i personally am not why i told you already the seattle seahawks are running the ball more than almost anybody else all right but that's the name you know courtland sutton go grab him if you can dj moore someone else at tight end jack doyle owned in 25 percent of leagues i wouldn't drop eric ebron i think there might be a path for them both to be productive all right um Vance McDonald, still under 50% owned. Listen, um, maybe I hype him up too much because I know I love the way he runs and stiff arm and all that stuff. But with six of these teams on by, you're going to have both of these Colts tight ends, Doyle and uh ebron on by this week cj Uzuma on by this week evan ingram on by this week zach Ertz on by this week ricky seals jones on by this week so you could do a lot worse than vance mcdonald okay or jack doyle i mean doyle's on by but i would still scoop him up if he's available and stash him because i think he's a boss all right um austin hooper similar to ito smith coming off the falcons by give him a check he is owned in 65 percent of leagues that means a third of leagues he's unowned in. All right. Um, So those are some things right there. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, right? When we come back, it's all about the Stats overbeat Cypher. The number to call, giving out the phone number right now, 347-767-6614. My man, Cowboy Intern Brian, is going to put that into the chat room. The number to call, once again, 347-767-6614. In the commercial break, if you call in, we'll get you on hold. We will answer your questions. The phone lines are now open, so make it happen. Get in now, call right now, and you will get your question answered by the spitting statistician on the other side of the commercial break we're going to do that we're going to talk about my favorite people in the world the stats overbeat cypher and give some long overdue shout outs we're also going to talk about game of inches how we always do on a tuesday danny we're going to talk about nominations and honestly i think there could be some great ones for example you saw that Carson Wentz pass to himself in the London game. If you lost and you were facing Car- Carson Wentz, if that was the margin of defeat for you, hashtag Game of Inches. You saw the on Thursday night the uh, Devonte Parker play where it was like off someone's helmet, like the immaculate reception, and he got a 46-yard catch off of that. If you lost by that margin, hashtag game of inches. If you were facing Todd Gurley, or better yet, if you own Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley decided to pull up instead of scoring that last touchdown because it's better for the Rams and the clock running, hashtag game of inches. Let me know. Remember, the number to call is 347-767-6614. The phone lines are open. Give us a call right now. We'll answer your questions from the Stats overbeat Cypher as we put the fun and functional sports radio when we come back right here On the Fantasy Freestyle, we've been doing it to 341 times. Can you believe it? Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Eight four three six eight seven nine. The Fancy Sports Radio Network. Your free fantasy source, twenty four hours a day. I'm a how to get an a. Back on the Fantasy Freestyle right here with your boy Speeds the spitting Statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. Phone lines have opened. They're now full, so we're going to get to those callers. And here, guys, we can only handle a few people at a time, so I'm going to answer those calls. As I answer the calls, it will open up a line for you guys to still get in so keep on trying lance davis that is very tight 103.3 to 103.2 sounds like a game, a game of inches for me suraj patel yes courtland sutton is the number one waiver ad to answer your question yes courtland sutton is my number one priority unless for some reason you're in a weird bi-week injury kind of situation courtland sutton courtland sutton and again courtland sutton and jr uh, thanks for being a great sport, my men, and uh, also, uh, begrudgingly, tip my cap to your Boston Red Sox, who are the 2018 World Series champions. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to the Stats Over Beat Cypher. My man, Suraj Patel, who I just talked about with Cortland Sutton, sent me a picture. He was at Thursday Night Football down in the Houston area, was sending me pictures and videos of DeAndre Hopkins and others, you know. Big shout-out to Siraj Patel from the Cypher, Dilly Dilly. Anybody else in the Cypher? We had this earlier. Someone was sending me a pic from the Detroit game on Sunday Night Football a few weeks back. Send them to me, okay? We want to get all that. So shout-out to Siraj Patel. Shout-out, of course, to my homegirl, Jilly Dilly of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Sent me pictures of the proof. I put it on Patreon, okay? I put it. She takes notes of my show and took notes the day, I believe it was July 3rd, I told her to Run to the window for the Oakland Raiders under on the season win total. Big shout out to Jilly Dilly, always backing me up with proof of when I'm early with certain things. And I also want to tell people right now, there's a crew out there, the Rum Boys Fantasy Sports Network. The Rum Boys Fantasy Sports Network. Give them a follow. Give them a check, all right? Good people over there. They're just trying to build. They're just trying to grind like everybody else out here. I know the feeling. I've been grinding here for three years trying to build the stats over beat Cypher. So dilly-dilly to the Rum Boys Fantasy Sports Network as well, okay? They're just trying to make it happen. All right. We got phone callers on the line. Let's get into it. It's like I don't even have to look who's first. It's always the same, dude. It is Connor down there in Tampa. Let's get it in. Connor, watch your mouth as always. But you're first here in the stats overbeat Cypher on the fantasy freestyle. Dilly Dilly to you, my friend. How can we make it keep it going here in week nine? Dilly dilly, man. How you doing? What's up? Um, I actually have a game of inches of my own for Ooh. DFS for my cash game. What do we got? One of 143. I lost one forty three point eight so four to one forty point seven four. Yeah. But the only reason why is because I started the Ravens defense because they got negative four points. Yeah, that'll that'll work. Do me a favor, Connor, yeah. hit me up at spit and speed, send me a screenshot of that. Hashtag game of inches. We'll consider it uh totally on Thursday for sure. Yeah, but um but I don't want to
0: talk about it like, I do not really have I do not really have a question. I just wanted to like like you know that, like you know, like when like yelling, like, just like t- like take a break from your best friend for a while, yeah. since, like a few months. Yeah, that's how I feel about the
1: Bucks right now. I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> that's a great point because you don't know. Like they're just spinning in neutral. Here's the thing: you go back to Fitzpatrick, that sets you back years, bro. You don't know if Jameis Winston is the guy. He was your number one overall pick. You just spent the last three or four years assuming Jameis was gonna be the guy, and now you're back at square one, Connor. I understand. You know, yeah. if it's not Jameis, then what is your medium term? Yeah. Fitzpatrick is a decent bridge kind of quarterback, but what are you going to do? Draft Greer from West Virginia? Draft uh, the kid from Oregon, or uh, uh, Hebert? Are you going to draft Locke from Missouri? And then what? You still need that kind of bridge quarterback. What are you going to do? Trade for Teddy Bridgewater? Right? Or somebody else's trash? You know, so I hear you, bro. You're in a bad spot in the long term. And you're also in a division where every other quarterback in that division has won the damn MVP award. Drew, uh, you know, like, uh, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. These are all MVP caliber quarterbacks and you're toiling in quarterback purgatory. I feel you, Connor.
0: Yeah, I just going to say right now, if, if Jay Boo ain't the quarterback of 2019, I'm not going
1: to be a Bucs anymore. Hey, I well, know. I hear you, man.
0: I don't like, yeah. I hear you. Hopefully Good they night. figure
1: that out. Um, you never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, you guys get set back a few years. Anybody who drafts their guy, thinks it's their guy, spends three years – wanting to see if it's their guy and then realizes it's not and I personally don't think Jameis is that dude I don't think he's a leader of men eating the W's and all that but I hear you man Uh, so hopefully though they're going to fire Dirk Cutter they're going to get one of the top draft picks and you know you hit the reset button you got other talent there okay Uh, you know Mike Evans some of the defensive talent you've added uh, we shall see but thanks for the call as always let's keep it moving here Dan in New Jersey you're up next on the fantasy freestyle with the spitting statistician how can we help you for week 9 and beyond. What's up, Dan? How's it going, boss? Um, so I got a half point uh, PPR Flex Week. Okay. Um, this week, I'm starting Devontae Adams, Woods, and Lindsey.
0: Sure.
1: However, I still need uh, another running back and then some of my flex, either running back or wide receiver. Okay. And so i got these six guys here, and I just want to know what you think, how they're kind of line up behind. Six yeah. guys. Okay,
0: let's go. Uh,
1: we got Mark Jones. Marvin Jones? Parker. Yeah, Marvin Jones. Yep. Parker. Devontae Parker? Yep. Okay. DJ Moore. Okay. Um, Booker and McGuire. Booker and McGuire. I thought it was six. This is five. Oh, sorry. I meant behind time. So, like, Sun be the first one. So, those okay. guys would be behind them. Got it. Out the and left. out of these guys, what do you need here? Uh, I need a running back, and I need uh, a wide receiver or uh, a running back my flex spot. All right, so you need a running back and you need a flex. So to me, Marvin Jones is the easy answer, okay? Especially with the Golden Tate trade news, Marvin Jones and Galladay are the two dudes uh, ahead of DJ Moore, ahead of Devontae Parker. To me, Marvin Jones is an easy answer of there. Then it sounds like you need a running back as well, and it sounds like you need a running back out of either uh, Devontae Booker or Elijah McGuire, and I'll lean towards Booker. All right there, Dan, so for me to answer your question, I'm going Booker, and I'm going Marvin Jones, but I love Marvin Jones. He's the obvious one for me. All right, Dan? Sounds good. All right, let's Sounds do it. Good. Up next, Terry in California. What's up? You're up next in the Stats Overbeat Cypher in the Fantasy Freestyle. Talking to the Spitting Statistician here, episode 341 of the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you?
0: Dilly dilly, Dane.
1: Dilly dilly. What's good?
0: Hey, so, I got some uh, waiver wire questions, two waiver wires. Okay. So, would you be comfortable dropping Matt Breida for Aaron Jones? Mm.
1: Yes. I wouldn't love it, but I'm comfortable right. with it. it. Matt Breida is the, definitely the low man on your totem pole, Terry.
0: Yeah, my, I have, like, a lot of RBs. There are right. uh, Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson, Nick Chubb. Okay. Kevin Coleman and Kenyon Drake.
1: Yeah, so I'm fine with that. It's, this is your, like, last revolving door? Sure, I'm okay with that. I would try, to be honest. <laughs> right. I'd prioritize wide receiver, though, because you have good depth at running back, though. You know what I'm saying, Terry? I wouldn't necessarily get Aaron Jones. I would try and get a wide out there.
0: Okay, yeah, that was my second question. I want to yeah. get a, a wide receiver, and I'm, so I'm comfortable with dropping Matt Breida and Calvin Ridley. Really? Should I target... Courtland Sutton. Yes. DJ Moore. So yes,
1: here's what we're doing, okay? DJ I would not drop Ridley. Quarters. What I would do is I would drop Brita, and I would prior and I would go get Courtland Sutton. Yes. Absolutely 100%. That's what you do. Don't draft don't drop Ridley cuz Ridley might be a helpful to you. Use the Brita, drop Breed for Courtland Sutton if you possibly can and I would spend if it's fat budget or if it's prior. Yes, I would do that, Terry.
0: Alright, sounds good. Dilly Anytime. dilly. Thanks, Dan. Dilly
1: dilly to you as well, Terry. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to Marvelous from Chicago. One of my Stats Over Beats, official Stats Over Beats Cypher members on the Patreon, which is doing big things. By the way, my Patreon picks that I gave out, I went 3-2 last week, continuing to earn people cash. We are 20-15 and 15 now on the season on picks that I'm giving out on Patreon. That is up five units, whatever you're betting. I'm helping you win that cash. Marvelous from Chicago. What's going on, brother man? Dilly dilly, dilly dilly speeds, man. I'm gonna apologize for calling you so much, man. I'm calling you on here the morning Hello. show, bro. I feel like Hello. like a friend always telling you. That's over beat cipher, baby. <laughs> I do what we do for y'all, so absolutely, What's yeah. Up?
0: Man, I I took a big loss yesterday, man. I was projected to 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 to, to get this big win. I was gonna like push me into sixth place.
1: That's why the projections. I ended up man. losing. Yeah, projections are. I got a stat zero yeah, from yeah from Injoku. Yeah. Now all my wide receivers are on bye. Yeah. Um I got uh I got Odell on by, I got Green on by with the yeah. turf toe, who I'm thinking about trading because of it. But I picked up Sutton last week because you 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 told me about. I was about ahead of the, the game DC. for people, right? That's why you yeah. gotta listen. So go yeah, keep all the time on. you're ahead of, all the time. That's why. I'm, so I got Sutton because you told me. Now I'm thinking about. I was actually thinking about picking up DJ Moore, and that's gonna be my wide receiver two. That's gonna be my one and two for. Um, that's rough for week two, man. No, with Sutton, yeah, Sutton that's... and DJ Moore as your two wideouts this week. Yes, that's rough, bro. <laughs> Um, that's rough yeah, okay, I mean, I'm not going to lie to God you Marvelous. I'm going to give it to you straight that's rough I like sort- Sutton yeah. but I don't think DJ Moore is like a startable guy I think he's a guy that's a good depth a good stash and someone who in an emergency I guess you could put in and I guess this is an emergency for you Marvelous so here's what I would do if I were you yes right now it's for you it's Sutton and it's Moore I would you mentioned that you might try to make some trades of people mm-hmm. that you own mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. right now AJ that are Green. on by A.J. Green. Mm. I don't know that I want to give up. And he's AJ. got the turf toe, so that kind of he stands. Does. Too, What's your September. record, Marvelous? What's your record right now? Oh, uh, man, I am... Okay, uh, be honest with me. I, I, three and five. That's fine. Listen, here's what I was going to say. Because A.J. Green may have the turf toe, right? I was going to say, if you're up in the playoffs right now... You need to hold A.J. Green because by the time the fantasy playoffs come around, he'll be healthy, turf toe, whatever, won't be an issue, hey, right? However, you're 3-5, and so you have to prioritize the short term over the long term. You know what I'm saying, Marvelous? You're like Dirk Cutter making a switch who's got to win now. You got to (laughs) win now, right? And A.J. Green isn't going to help you in week 9. A.J. Green may not help you in week 10 if he's out. You know what I'm saying? And then what do you have left? Three weeks of the regular season to make your push, right, to get to the playoffs? You need help now. So begrudgingly marvelous, I'm okay with you trying to flip A.J. Green for something that you could put in your starting lineup this week. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to play the short-term game, Marvelous, at three and five. You can't wait around for A.J. Green to be healthy. You can't assume that you're going to be in the playoffs, and by that time, A.J. Green will be there for you. You know what I mean? You need to try to – what I would do, bro, is I would, in fact, target one of the teams up top of your standings, Marvelous, and I'd be like, listen, you're in the playoffs. A.J. Green will be healthy and happy for you in the playoffs. I need help now. So I would then take, you know, something – That's a short-term fix for the other owner, and that's the way I would try to play it to flip it. I'm okay with that, Marvelous, because you need it now, and AJ Green might not help you into the future, and in the future, by that time, you may be 4-6 and and out of the playoff chase. Awesome. All right, Marvelous? Awesome. Anytime, bro. All right, man, I appreciate you. That's how we do it. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the stats over Beat Cypher. Um, Dilly-dilly to all of them. All right, Danny. Let's bring in Danny right now, because I don't see any more callers right now. Phone lines are open, though, 347-767-6614. Um, Danny, you with me? I'm here. So well, first of all, brother man, how do you feel about this, that J- JR had a hashtag game of inches against me?
0: <laughs> I I like it. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Is that, the, is that the only word you have for me?
0: Interesting. Well, it's not... It's not close enough. He lost it for himself. He did. Just like you were saying. He He did. He lost it for himself. He had a number of options. I feel like that was your intention all along.
1: (sighs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) Honestly, here's the thing. Honestly, I thought I was going to lose to this guy. I thought Jim Ross was going to beat me. He was 7-0. So I was like, listen, I think I'm going to lose. I'm going to have some fun with it anyway. Um, And it turned out I won. So I'll take it. Uh, By the way, Jim Ross uh, and everybody else, uh, there's only 59 likes right now. Lance Davis, let's get up to 60, okay? Come on. Jim Ross is saying nope. He's saying no. I don't know. Uh anyone else pissed at Claim Thompson was pulled last night. Yeah. Bro, he broke the record and then they bounced him after with 54. He could have got more. Uh absolutely. I'm with you. And by the way, Clay Thompson may be a nick pretty soon, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh but Danny, so um, what do you think? Game of inches. I'm excited because, listen, I was mentioning. I don't know if you saw any of these. Carson Wentz threw a, pa- a pass that was batted at the line, and he wound up catching it himself. That would be a game of inches, right? If you lost by, like, one point, and it was because Carson Wentz has, like, some receiving yards and a catch as well, that would be a game of inches, right? Absolutely. Yep. Um, you know, also, we got, like I said, Gurley, Todd Gurley, decided to purposely not score. When they were up so that they could run out the clock, if you're a guy who owns Gurley and needed that extra touchdown, that would be pretty bad. Hashtag Game of Inches, right? Yep. And I don't know if you saw on Thursday Night Football, Devontae Parker, who had this pass like go off someone else's helmet and bounce like 20 yards across the field right into his hands. (laughs) And he turned that into a 46-yard pass play. If you lost to Devontae Parker by four or five points, hashtag Game of Inches, right?
0: Well, that's clearly just skill.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right. So let's talk about this, Danny. Those are things I want to see. If you have one of those examples and that's why you won or lost this week, hit me up at Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. Send me the screenshot and we're going to get it, uh, we're going to get it all judged. We got about seven finalists right now. Quick news and notes for housekeeping, Danny. Our guy, Ken Cashman over in Road had to push it back. Remember, he's got, he's got an infant at in home, a newborn. Um, and he had some, uh, you know, he has some baby issues, it's all good. He's uh still in the lab, he's still mixing it down, the verse, the collaboration we did. So we're gonna hear that. Um hopefully in a week or two when he's able to join the show. What do we got on poppin' off this week with the population?
0: Poppin' Off is uh Halloween themed tonight. It's the themed tonight, yes. Very nice. Uh, so everything is going to be Halloween themed. Like. We're, we're super excited. I, I don't like. really give anything away. But uh, yeah, we're going to be reviewing. There's a lot of like really creepy, spooky uh, Netflix stuff that came out uh, for the Halloween. Very movie. nice. So we're going to be reviewing that, talking about that. Yes. The new Halloween movie came out. It's been yes. doing pretty well. So we're going to talk about that.
1: I like what we are.
0: <laughs> we may even have some knockoff Halloween costumes. Ooh. So we got a lot of stuff planned.
1: Sounds good, brother man. Sounds good. When can people catch popping off on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network? On popping the live Tuesdays YouTube Thursdays.
0: stream, honestly, it's every day that you can you That's can catch right. fantasy freestyle. You can catch popping off. So, so do
1: me a favor, and I know some of you guys do. Lance Davis, strong style, and the crew. Keep it locked right here. I'm about to sign off in about a minute, but in a you know right after that, it's going to be my man Danny Otto, the population and popping off. He's got a big time crew. They talk pop culture and all that good stuff. That's my man right there. And by the way, Danny, yeah, go grab Cortland Sutton, okay.
0: Okay. That's what you need to to do.
1: All right. Here's what we're going to do on Thursday, as we usually do. I'll give you DFS plays for the week. I'll give you defenses to stream for the week. We will take your questions and calls. We'll get you set up for week nine of the NFL and the fantasy season. I can't say it enough. Kenny Galladay is back on the radar. It would be so nice. And Cortland Sutton, if you didn't believe me last week, I hope you believe and listen to me now. Cortland Sutton is on the ascension. The is pointing up you need to listen to uh me <laughs> about that all right we'll be back on thursday hit me up on twitter at speeds get down with the hashtag stats over beat cypher on patreon dilly dilly to the crew dilly dilly to jeff the skeleton happy halloween be safe out there guys i'll see y'all thursday